Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Job 3, Job's Lament. Afterward, Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. And Job said, Let the day perish on which I was to be born, and the night which said, A boy is conceived. May that day be darkness. Let not God above care for it, nor light shine on it. Let darkness and black gloom claim it. Let a cloud settle on it. Let the blackness of the day terrify it. As for that night, let darkness seize it. Let it not rejoice among the days of the year. Let it not come into the number of the months. Behold, let that night be barren. Let no joyful shout enter it. Let those curse it who curse the day, who are prepared to rouse Leviathan. Let the stars of its twilight be darkened. Let it wait for light, but have none. And let it not see the breaking dawn, because it did not shut the opening of my mother's womb or hide trouble from my eyes. Why did I not die at birth, come forth from the womb and expire? Why did the knees receive me and why the breast that I should suck? For now I have lain down and been quiet. I would have slept then. I would have been at rest with kings and with counselors of the earth who rebuilt ruins for themselves or with princes who had gold, who were filling their houses with silver, or like a miscarriage which is discarded, I would not be, as infants that never saw light. There the wicked cease from raging, and there the weary are at rest. The prisoners are at ease together. They do not hear the voice of the taskmaster. The small and the great are there, and the slave is free from his master. Why is light given to him who suffers, and life to the bitter of soul? who long for death, but there is none, and dig for it more than for hidden treasures, who rejoice greatly and exult when they find the grave. Why is light given to a man whose way is hidden 
and whom God has hedged in. For my groaning comes at the sight of my food, and my cries pour out like water. For what I fear comes upon me, and what I dread befalls me. I am not at ease, nor am I quiet, and I am not at rest, but turmoil comes. Working with um, Freedom Ministry, many times whenever people experience freedom, whenever they come to the other side of a problem, and especially if it's something that they've they've um, had going on in their life for so long, when they finally realize that they didn't need to carry the weight, usually one of the first responses is not joy. Well, I mean, you do have that joy, but it's almost immediately followed by a a uh, a regret a feeling that you know if only we have known think about how many years we wasted not living in freedom i mean those kinds of thoughts and you can see that's kind of the way job is feeling here his he's thinking of all this treachery all of this suffering that happened with all of his children being taken all of his livestock and his herds and his flocks and everything and all of his servants except for the ones who came as messengers gone in an instant and then even his health begins to suffer in an instant and he thinks it would have been better if I wouldn't have been born none of this suffering would have happened if I hadn't been born so we think back and and kind of get that feeling of everything could have been different now when we see people coming out of freedom, they look back at their regret. <clears throat> when you see people who are facing their trouble, they look back and think, this could have been stopped. Maybe if I would have, you know, something would have happened to me. Well, here's the thing. It's not always about us. It's not always about you. It may be something to where we feel like we're drowning in the ocean, but it's it's not about that. It's something so much bigger than us. And uh, we know, because we're reading the story of Job, we know what's going on with, with God and with Satan and and how <clears throat> Satan's pretty much just just telling God, of course he loves you, of course he sings your praises, you protect him. And he says, no, he's still going to sing my praises, even if I don't. It's something way bigger. You know, uh, I had a really good friend who came into my office the other day, and he was asking me. He's a a pastor down in uh, South America. And he said that thousands, if not tens of thousands of people, he's, he's actually personally prayed for deliverance for them. He said, and, and I've had no problem casting out spirits and praying away evil spirits. And, you know, over and over again, I've seen so much freedom with people. It was, but in the same time, I've probably say, or I've probably prayed for the same amount of people with healing. But I've only seen maybe a hundred people healed. So he felt defeated. <clears throat> again, he felt back to... Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe if I just weren't born, these people wouldn't have to continue suffering. See, that doesn't sound rational. The same idea. 
So I shared with him that, you know, uh, praying away a demon, we're kind of shown how to do that. Praying away evil spirits, Jesus said, do as I did, pray as I did, call it out by name, cast it away. You have authority over it. In my name, you have authority over evil spirits and demons. So in my name, with that authority, he told you exactly what to do, pray it out. But with healing, there's so many different layers, so many different layers to it. Um, There could be a piece of (laughs) maybe the person praying. It could be the piece of maybe uh, the person being prayed for doesn't really want the healing. It could be uh, something that's going on in life that's just causing it. Or it could be that we're trying to do it our way rather than asking God what his way would be. And that helped him a lot. Helped him a lot. Um, But Job's suffering. Job is doubting. He's beginning to question. And that's... That's normal. That's normal when we have circumstances that that uh, cause as much grief as, as he's facing right now. It makes sense for us to start to feel that way. But what we need to do is we need to press in harder to God. What the enemy wants us to do is to turn around and blame God. The enemy wants us to, to use this circumstance as a way to Put a wedge between us and God, or us and truth, or us and our faith. But that's not what we should do. As we face trouble, we need to press in more. In fact, one of the one of the, uh, the best promises in the scriptures for that is that God draws near to the brokenhearted. So when you're broken, when you're hurting, when you're struggling. Just know he's leaning in closer to you. How much better would it be if you lean in closer to him? So Father, thank you that you give us this example. Thank you that um, even with suffering that happening happens in our lives, we can, we can understand that it's so much bigger, so much bigger. You know, today um, also is a day that... Um, reminds me that Jesus, he suffered a lot. He didn't deserve any of it. He could have had doubts, but he suffered because of me. He suffered because of the things that I would do. And he knew that I would be a complete screw up and he did it anyways. So Father, I just, I thank you for that sacrifice. I thank you for the the forethought that you saw me Thousands of years ago, you saw me and you did it anyways. And um, I just pray that I could, when I'm hurting, when I'm struggling, that I could really have the strength and the courage to know to just press into you because you're the source of joy. You are the source of peace and light. And why, if I'm suffering, would I want to be farther away from you? I want to be closer to you. So thank you that you love us. And thank you that you draw near to us when we're hurting. And um, just help us and help those people who are suffering right now to find you 
and uh, everything that you have to offer them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.